Hello, my name is Patricia Plummer, and welcome, welcome to Empowering Life Podcast by Destiny Shaper. On this show, we will help you live a balanced, authentic, and transparent life with those who matters most to you relationally. If you want to learn how to empower your life relationally, this show is for you. I am excited to have you join me on this beautiful journey that I've been on for a long time. Thank you. Welcome back to Empowering Life Podcasts. Welcome family from Facebook, YouTube, and the podcast family. I am so happy to be back today. It's a beautiful day. And I wanted to discuss today, my topic today is going to be the mystery is always in the history. What are you dealing with today that you are not pleased with? What are you dealing with relationally, emotionally, mentally, with family dynamics, your business dynamics, your um, family of origin, uh, intimate relationship, relationships with your children? How is that working? So I want to talk about the, um, the, the, the mystery is always in the history. So I'll tell you a little bit about my story. I came back, as I've st- stated before, I came from a home. It was 10 of us. And my mom um, was a Hindu, came from a Hindu background, beautiful mother, but had some issues like all of us, because um, lest we believe anything different, all of us have some type of dysfunctional patterns in our lives. And the difference is, are we dealing with it? Are we minimizing it, ignoring it, dismissing it? Or are we really facing it and call it what it is and then get the help that we need to show up in a different way? So we want to um, radically interrupt patterns that doesn't serve us. So my story a little bit, I started this journey 22 years ago in terms of emotional and relational healing where it, where it pertains to family dysfunction. And so I've done work way before in the last 35 years with, you know, spiritually, relationally, and so forth. But in terms of interrupting family patterns, deeply interrupting family patterns in myself, and then those around me started, that journey was radically started 22, 23 years ago. And particularly what I'm talking about, I was dealing with alcoholics in my family that really, really made life very sad and painful for me to some level. And of course, I had a lot to contribute as well because um, when you don't properly love yourself, you don't properly know how to love other people. And I notice a lot in our culture where it comes to our Indian culture. My dad was Portuguese, my mom was Indian. We don't really take the time to pay attention to this to this uh, pattern where it comes to the family dynamics that are really not serving us. So a lot of times what I find that we do, we inter- um, we minimize it, ignore it, dismiss it, act like it's not happening. We might dress it up with some glitters and we might dress it up with excuses, but deep within we don't deal with it. And so the way we deal with it a lot of times, um, a lot of people turn to pornography, masturbation, um, extramarital affair, shopping, gambling, um, lying, shoplifting, cheating, um, a number of things, rageaholic, angerholic, and we turn to different things to cope with those deep woundedness from our childhood that we don't take the time to 
to really adhere to. So I want to be totally transparent with you today that if we choose not to change or do the deep work within ourselves, we risk, it is a, it is a risk that we're taking to really hurt generations to come, to really hurt our sisters and our brothers and our children that, um, uh, that we are privileged to be around. And so a lot of families are dealing with a lot of painful things. I know my culture, what I came from, very painful. And a lot of times what we do, we act like it's not there. Well, God has called me to this platform and he started to work 40 years ago when I became a believer. 40 years ago, I gave my life to Jesus Christ. And that was the greatest decision that I've done. And then five years later, I start to radically learning about how to be a good parent to my little baby. I was pregnant and give birth shortly after that, but I didn't want to pass down to him what was done to me. So I was really hungry for knowledge and growth and start reading a lot of books. I have over 200 books that I've collected with all topics, all kinds of topics and where it pertains to raise, raising healthy, balanced children, um, emotionally, relationally, mentally, psychologically, and spiritually. And so that, that's for me was not something that I wanted to play with. I was intentional. I was very strategic because I did not want to pass down. They use anger to shut people up. They use different means, like I stated before, like different addiction. They use, um, you know, depression. They use different things. And depression is a very serious matter. It's not something that people use. It's something that happens to us biologically, chemically, environmentally. It could happen. Some of us have had trauma. Some of us had lost loved ones. Some of us have been abused, all kinds of things, right? So how do we come and interrupt those things? So if you have your children, are you having conversation with them to say to them, tell me how I'm showing up with me? Are you able to be honest and authentic with me? Or do you live a double life? You live one way in front of me and another outside of this home. Particularly where it comes to teenagers and young people, because I've coached a lot of young people over the last 35 years, all ages, and what I find consistently is they're not able to be safe with their parents. They can't be totally transparent and honest. So they live one way in front of the parent and then they live a different way, particularly when they go to college or move out of the home. So I wanna help us understand how do we show up in their lives in a balanced, authentic, and a safe way. And the only way that that can happen is that we become radically aware of the patterns that we bring into the relationship. And so my mom screamed and hollered when she gets angry. And she used a lot of rage and anger to deal with problem. That doesn't make her a bad person. That's how she, that's how she showed up. And so that affected me in a way that I didn't want to do the same thing. So the way when I talked to people, I said, listen, you, we cannot control people, place, or things. And anytime you're dealing with any kind of pain in life, the mystery is always in the history. So what is the history that is still running your life today that is a mystery to you? So we want to ask that question. And so for if, if you're dealing with any type of relationship and you feel that you're very 
Um, you have verbal diarrhea where you just blow up at people when you're angry with them and you just talk down to them. You just show up any kind of way. But if you see the pastor show up at the door or a pandit show up or somebody that you feel it's influential, you act different with them, but then you show up different with your family. And for our culture, I found consistently that children can be authentic and transparent with their parents because they're not safe. We hold a posture that I'm the parent, you need to listen to me, but I don't need to listen to you. But I think when you raise intelligent children and you raise children to think for themselves, you want to ask them for their feedback. You want to ask them what it is that I, that I can do differently to have a closer relationship with you. So I've had hundreds of family that I've helped and family that um, people that I've met that I've helped that tell me I can't be safe with my spouse. I can't be safe with my sibling. I can't be safe with my dad. Very chaotic. My mom is enabling him. Um, my dad is enabling my mom to be a rageaholic, control freaks. Everything have perfectionism. That everything's got to be done a certain way, as um, the way they they like it. But relationship is a two way street, and so if you want safe, authentic relationship, what type of work are you willing to do for yourself? For me, I have to be radical about my own healing. And I had the privilege of sitting in AA open meetings where I sat with 50 different alcoholics, beautiful people that were struggling in life journey and turned to alcoholism to cope. And I was able to sit with them for three and a half years and learn a lot about myself. What is it that, that is just ugly about myself? And what I learned in that three and a half years that I had to radically change and be committed to change is that I was a religious pig. I thought I was, you know, I knew, I, you know what, I'm better than you in, in a sense that, you know, I know more than you biblically, but not, I'm not talking about relationally and emotionally, I was talking biblically. And being with those people was the best experience because they were, that those people were able to help me to see my own ugliness. And then I was able to accept people unconditionally for how they show up and then try to influence them from a safe, authentic way. And that was 23 Celebrate Recovery. I started going to Al-Anon. I started reading different books because I was desperate not to be a public success and a private failure because a lot of times we show up one way for our family and we show up a different way for people on the outside. And I wanted to make sure that the, the children that I was raising, that they don't attract who I am or become who I am because that's what's going to happen. Your children would attract you who you are or become who you are. So how, what type of people do you want them to attract? And I'm specifically talking to people that are involved in any level of parenting or sibling relationship or bosses or the whole gamut because we all need healing. Healing is a choice and we make the choice to heal or not to heal. So because of my journey, my children are committed to their own healing. They're committed to their own path of, of not repeating anything that, was, that they didn't like. They're radical about their own healing. And that really makes me feel good. Additionally, when God continue to open door and use you to help people 
It's just the most humbling experience that you could take your pain and your, um, I could take my pain and my um, failures and my ugliness and end up helping others so that they could show up differently. Particularly where it comes to this pandemic, we are locked up at home. And so we can show up with our children with a lot of impatience and you don't have a lot of way to go because of the, what's happening now. But I want to encourage you to be strategic because when I had the privilege of visiting a prison, four federal prison for 15 years, a lot of those people that was behind bars at 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, and so on, came from well-meaning home, homes that thought they were doing the best thing. But a lot of those homes were controlled. They, they were very controlling, domineering, chaotic, rageaholic, angerholic, and they didn't show up the right way. So their children were mirroring back to them what they had done. And so going there for 15 years, mentoring someone there, I learned a lot. Additionally, I was mentoring people before that. And so it helps me to stay humble and it helped me to take my own inventory so I don't get off track lest I become arrogant. And so I want to appeal to you that if you find you're picking the same relationship who is the common denominator here? If you're showing up with your children where you feel you don't have that bond and close connection and attachment, what kind of work do you need to do to get that so that you could become the best for your family or your, your children could become the best for you? And I love, love helping people from the age of 12 to 40 because they, they, I find that a lot of them are more willing. That does not mean that I don't love my other age group because I love all people, men and women, boys and girls, because we all need help. We all need to grow and change. And change and growth is so beautiful. Change and growth is painful, but it's the most beautiful, rewarding thing that you can do for yourself or your loved ones or your family. And so for me... I want to encourage you that during this time that where it might be a struggle financially, you don't have the business that you want, don't have the job that you want, might not be in the best relationship because the relationship is very sad and disconnected. What is it that you can do to change and interrupt patterns in your life? What is it that you can do to change? There are great books that you could read. Um, one of the books that I enjoy very much so is Running an Empty. Healing is a Choice, um, um, Compelled to Control by Keith Miller. And, and those books are great books. I'm in a process of writing a couple books myself. And I wanted to help people because I feel that God has called me to, to be a transformational speaker to help people to radically interrupt patterns that doesn't serve them. And not because we are parents that we can lord it over our children. That's why they go away. I have a lot of families tell me, look, my daughter went away to college or my son went away to college and they didn't want nothing to do with Christianity. They start sleeping around. I don't know what they're doing. They had abortions, two, three abortions without telling me. Well, I want to encourage us that the reason they can be authentic and truthful to us is because we're not safe to talk to. Before, if we choose not to get the healing that we need, we risk, we risk our family that they would attract and become who we are, especially the children we're raising. And so 
I love helping young moms. I had a Bible study that I led. Um, I don't know if I was there three years, but I had 11 moms and all of them were breastfeeding. And that was the most beautiful privilege that I had to really talk to them about every way you show up, you are modeling for your children directly and indirectly, how they want to show up in life. And so I want to tell a story. Last night I came in and I had asked my son, he's 35, my oldest, to flip my mattress because I have a very beautiful mattress that is comfortable and my bedroom set. And I said, can you flip it for me because it needs to flip every six months. And he came over, it was heavy, very heavy, and he flipped it for me. And when I came in my bed, I saw this beautiful note. And he was basically saying that he appreciates how I show up in his life. And he's learning from the best. And that was a very humbling note to me because it encouraged me to keep showing up, to encourage other people to do the hard work, hard work internally. What is it that you don't like about yourself? You can't show up for anybody in a, in a holistic way if you don't like who you are. You can't show up for anybody if you're not doing the work. I have invested in the last 23 years or 22 years, almost $56,000 because I was radical to become the best version of who God made me to be. And I am still in the journey. And this is a journey that I want to take with my family on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. It's a journey that I want to take with you. And I'm honored that you let me into your space. I'm honored that you take the time to listen to this video because we all need help. And a lot of times we don't have the finances to, to go and get a therapist, to get a life coach. I'm a life coach and I coach people. And if you need coaching, please contact me, send me an email, send me a message. If you need coaching, particularly today, I want to talk about if you're dealing with an alcoholic, you have someone that, that, are, that is drinking, that's really interrupting your life. And you're like, you know what? They don't have the ability to close to me. They don't know how to be close to me. They don't know how to be intimate with me. They don't know how to meet my needs. Well, that's not because they're bad people. Is because they're fractured and wounded and needs healing. And so how do we facilitate healing for our loved ones? We facilitate that by, by us becoming brutally honest with the things that we need to change in our own lives. And like I stated before, all of us have some sort of dysfunction. The difference is some of us live in denial. And my definition for denial is I'm lying and don't even know I am right? And so we don't want to live in denial. We want to live in totally tra being transparent. And I use this example. I was talking to a wonderful um, police officer that retired after 30 years. He trained thousands of officers in the field and we were talking and he was brutally honest with me and he shared how, you know, he said all the women that he was attracting, there were women that was really emotionally broken and wounded and he said something that was so profound he said i couldn't um ask for i couldn't ask for what i don't have so he said he took the time for the last five to six years to be single to work on himself and so we were talking and he was able to order some materials that i suggested to him and he said you know 
what you're talking to me about is really, really good because I need to take a look at those things. And I share an example this morning with him that if I ask you to go out and buy a table that, that has four legs, that four, tables require four, you have to have four legs on that table. You can't have three. But you go out and you buy a table for Thanksgiving dinner with three legs. We can't use that table because it's not, it's not going to be serving its purpose. In life, when we only focus on the, our academically and we focus on um, our career but we don't, and we focus on our physical exercise, but we don't focus on our emotional, relational, and spiritual and mental health, we are really doing ourselves and those around us a disservice. So how do we become balanced and authentic? Is that we are brutally honest with ourselves. My son shared a story that I want to share in closing. He said this, this couple went, and this happened two or three days ago, he said this couple went to court because they went through a divorce and the husband was asking for joint custody and the wife was a therapist. She was a licensed therapist, practicing therapist, and they had two children. So what she did, she went home and she killed both of the children and she killed herself. Well, that's clearly someone that know a lot but it's not putting it into practice. That's clearly someone that's overloaded, overwhelmed, became hopeless and helpless because she couldn't cope with the situation. I want to make us and encourage us to get coping mechanisms that are healthy, that you don't have a life of regrets because you didn't do this, you didn't do that. I was too depressed. I was this and that. We don't want excuses. We want solutions. And so how do we acquire coping mechanisms? We do that by radically, by being radically uh, honest with ourselves for what it is that we want to change. And the beautiful thing that happened when we are radically committed to ourselves, everything around us change. Everything around us have to, to come into alignment or they will leave or they will leave your life. So, do yourself the most amazing favor to confront yourself. And I want to leave you with this assignment. Write down 10 things in your own life that you want to change, that you don't like, you don't like how it keeps showing up. And then you can message me, reach out to me, and we will get back with you. How do we change those things? If you need coaching sessions, I ask people to require, I ask people to commit to six to eight session because you cannot change 20 years, 40 years in two sessions. You're doing yourself a disservice. You need six to eight session to just start to open up things. So please reach out, please share the video, please like, subscribe so that other people can change because we are having more domestic violence, more divorce, more child abuse than ever before. And this is not something that's easy for me to do. I don't like to be on camera. I don't want to do this. But I want to stop being selfish and show up for people that God show up for me and help me in the last 35 years. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. God bless you.
Today, if anything we have said impacted your life in a profound way, please reach out to us at Empowering Life Podcast on Facebook. Through Instagram, Empowering underscore Life underscore Pod. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, Empowering Life Podcast. Remember, it's just one part of Destiny Shaper, Inc. Here, we also provide life coaching. I've been a life coach for 35 years and help people with a lot of different issues um, because I believe the mystery is always in history. If you are dealing with any addiction, alcoholism, pornography, a family member that's causing a lot of pain in your life, if you're making poor choices, health problem, weight loss, weight gain, we talk about an array of topic and subject that can help you get unstuck. And so I offer you coaching. Please reach out to me um, at patricia at destinyshaper.org or message me on Facebook Messenger and I will respond to you. Thank you so much. I'm also um, an herbalist and I can help people with weight loss if you're interested in losing weight and staying healthy as well. Thank you. Parenting is another topic that I'm very passionate about, how to raise healthy, balanced children at every age and stage. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Make sure you follow us online at www.destinyshaper.org and then on Facebook, Empowering Life Podcasts, and then Instagram, Empowering Life Pod. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. See you on the next episode.